Now, we all know that ain't nobody got time for red flags when it comes to dating. So why are they so hard to spot, some of them anyway, and why are some of them so easy to ignore? So today I'm going to talk about the three red flags that you should never ignore in dating, even if the guy looks perfect on paper, has a great job, is hotter than a steamy shower, has great potential, or is the first guy that you've dated or liked in a while. So in today's live, I'm going to be sharing what these three red flags are, how to spot them, why we ignore them even when our gut or intuition tells us that something is off, and how to ensure that you don't ignore them anymore so that you can date men who cherish you. So first, let's get on the same page about what a red flag is. We all know this term. We've probably used it ourselves. But if we define it, it is a warning sign or an indicator that suggests that there may be potential issues or concerns in a person's behavior, in their character, in their intentions. Now, let me just say this straight out the gate, and I'll probably say this many times, red flags aren't always hard and fast. We have to use our perception, our intuition to determine what is and isn't a red flag. Everything exists on a spectrum. Of course, there are certain behaviors that are, you know, non-negotiable out the door. We're done. And there's a lot of gray area, especially in dating and relationships So we want to understand how to tune into ourselves to get clear on what actually constitute red flags for us. So I wish I could tell you that there are hard and fast rules and here's the one thing you need to do and this will cover everything. I wish it worked like that. Unfortunately, it doesn't. So what this really asks us to do as we navigate the world of dating and relationships is to cultivate our own standards, our own values, our own floor. Like where is the place that we're not going to go beneath if somebody shows up in a particular way? So that's how we define red flags. So let's talk about red flag number one. And again, we could come up with an infinite list of behaviors and qualities and characteristics that feel troubling. And I want to give you three that if a man is displaying these characteristics, more than likely imply that he's not going to be a good long-term partner. And in fact, that he will likely be inconsiderate of your needs, not align with your values, and not be able to cherish and adore you the way you deserve to be cherished and adored. All right, red flag number one, he's inconsistent in his words and actions. He says one thing, and then he does another. And then he does this multiple times. Now, again, there's a lot of gray area here because if a guy is showing up and he is like blaringly inconsistent between his words and his actions, then it's pretty clear. But often why we stay in dynamics and in relationships longer than feels good or aligned for us is because sometimes the red flags aren't blaring. It's this sort of faint whisper. And it's like, wait, is that, is that weird? Is that a red flag? I don't know. So what I'm asking us to do today is actually dive into the nuance of this because 
Nine times out of 10, people aren't going to display blaring red flags. There's going to be a lot of our own um, perceptivity and awareness and presence that's going to need to be applied to the situation to really tune in and see if this is a yes for us or if it's not. So if he's inconsistent between his actions and his behaviors, this is really something to look at. So let me give you an example, and this is a very trivial example, but let's say that he um, says that he's going to call or text you, and he never does. And then he doesn't address the fact that he didn't and doesn't attempt to reschedule or restore integrity on not honoring his word. Now, if this happens one time, okay, it might be okay. That might It might bring up stuff for you. And if this is a consistent, repeated behavior that he says he's going to do one thing and then doesn't honor his word on that, this is really something to look at. Because here's what this implies about him. One, that he's not a man of integrity. He's not a man of his word. He gives his word and it means nothing. He can say something to appear a certain way, to sound good, to sound honorable, to appease you. But... If he's out of integrity with his word, then he is likely out of integrity in other areas of his life, meaning that he's not operating by a clear set of values that he really holds himself to. And how could you ever truly feel safe with a man if he doesn't have values, if he doesn't have some sort of compass for himself? And this isn't even an issue of morality or ethics. If a man does not have a clear set of values that are his own bumpers and boundaries by which he operates, you will never feel safe to surrender in the relationship. So early on, early in dating, look for this. Look for if he has values, if he defines them. You may even ask, hey, is there a set of values that you live your life by? Do you have a set of non-negotiables that... Or, or a floor, like some place within you that you will not go beneath. And do you trust your own word, essentially? And that's a really big question to ask. And we don't often ask it of other people because we don't often ask it of ourselves. I'm going to get to that in a minute. So one, it, him being inconsistent with his words and actions implies a lack of integrity in dating and in his life. This dishonesty also breaches trust. He has already breached a level of trust with himself, which he may not be aware of, and he has certainly breached trust and safety with you. Let's call a spade a spade. And if this is what he's doing early on in the dating dynamic, then what's to come? We're always looking at actions and behaviors, a lot of the time even more than the words that people speak, because as the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. And it also implies that he'll say what he needs to say to look good, to get his way, to appear a certain way, to manipulate, even if it's unconscious, most people aren't walking around to manipulate consciously, but he'll say what he needs to say to be able to stay in the dating dynamic, to be able to keep your love, approval, attention. We have to watch out for these things because someone's behavior early in a dating interaction is really a good indicator of how they will behave and how they will show up and act throughout the dating interaction. So be present with that. 
You don't have to be hypervigilant, but be present with how a man shows up. Okay, red flag number two. He's sporadic, last minute, inconsistent, or inconsiderate in his communication. This is a big one. And again, like I said, this all exists on a spectrum. If he's inconsistent or sporadic or last minute one time, okay, maybe he's trying to be romantic and spontaneous. However, if this is a consistent behavior, uh, for example, he consistently cancels plans or needs to reschedule, he throws out last minute times that only work for him, and he doesn't ask about or address the impact of canceling, of rescheduling on you, or he communicates in doses, maybe he communicates very frequently and then falls off the face of the earth, and then he doesn't follow up, or he often leaves you hanging in the middle of a serious conversation without sharing when he'll be back or when he's going to follow up to close the loop, be aware. Now, of course, there's, there's the case where you know, you're having a serious conversation via text and then he has to go to work or he has a meeting and he kind of drops the ball or doesn't say, hey, I'm about to go into a meeting, right? We can make exceptions for that. But if this is a consistent behavior, then this implies that he's generally only concerned about his own experience and that he's not making the effort to consider your needs and feelings or your schedule. And again, if he doesn't do this now, early in a dating dynamic, then will he ever do this? Now, let me also step back and caveat that just because somebody does something once doesn't mean that they'll always do it. Your responsibility, the way that you can take radical agency and ownership of getting your needs met is speaking up when this boundary is crossed. So I am not at all saying, watch the man's behavior, don't say anything about it and stay there or don't say anything about it and then dip out without actually addressing it and risking confrontation. If a man is showing up with these red flags, be willing to say, Hey, listen, I noticed that, you know, you said you were going to text me. You said you were going to call me and you didn't. Can you tell me what happened for you? Because how I was left feeling was frustrated and a little sad, to be honest. So what was happening for you? I'd love to hear your experience. And can we find a way to avoid this happening again in the future? Because my need is to be communicated with. And I'd like honesty in our communication. So even in that statement, you can, you're going to build trust with yourself by saying like, Hey, here's what I'm noticing. Here's my need. Let's find a solution. We always want to be building trust with ourselves because especially as women, that is what creates safety. And how can we ever hope to surrender in a relationship and like, oh, take a deep breath, let our hair down. If we don't feel safe within ourselves, we have to create safety and trust within ourselves. And sometimes that means me saying like, I trust that if someone crosses my boundary, I'm going to at least try to speak up about it. Boundaries are a really tricky thing sometimes, and sometimes it's really hard to communicate them. Sometimes it's hard to know that we're going to go into a, a confrontational experience. There's a lot of a physical, emotional experience that comes up inside of us. There's a lot of narratives and stories. And what I'm inviting you to do as you hear me say this 
is reflect on how you can be the steward of your own internal emotional state so that if a man is displaying a red flag, you address it with him head on. You address it within yourself first, get clear on what your needs are, get clear on what your boundaries are, get clear on what you desire, and then share this with him. And know that things can either go well and he can be receptive, or he can end the dating dynamic and everything in between. But if you do the work to be okay with something ending, which is not always easy, I get it, then you will build so much safety with yourself because what you're signaling to yourself and to the universe is, I don't need you to be happy. I want you. I like being here. I desire you. But make no mistake, I do not need you. When you can really embody that stance with yourself, and this is not a sort of egoic, like, I don't need you. It's an internal posture of like, I'm good. I am fundamentally okay with myself. And listen, sometimes it takes some work to get to that place with ourselves. It's an ongoing lifelong journey. And if what I'm saying can be the seed that gets planted right now to continue doing the inner work to get there with yourself, then you are going to show up in dating as like, girl, you're going to be so magnetic because we want things that don't need something from us. When we can feel that someone needs something from us, it is repulsive. It repels us. It's not typically what creates turn on. We may have sympathy or empathy for that person if they need us. It may even esteem our ego because we feel valued and wanted. But at the end of the day, I'm talking to the version of you who is so good with herself that she doesn't, she, she, she doesn't need anybody else. She wants other people. She wants support. She wants partnership. But she's so whole and sovereign inside of herself that she's good. Okay. Now, red flag number three. He speaks poorly of his ex or others in his life to an unreasonable extent and or is rude to unkind to others, like servers at a restaurant, baristas, his family, you. Red flag. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're on a date and the conversation about past partners comes up. And instead of sharing objective facts about what his past relationships were like, he gossips and talks shit about one or more of his exes making them seem like the villains and himself like the victim. This is when a man might throw out, she's crazy. She was crazy. She's a crazy bitch. Oof, red flag. Because if he's saying that about another person, what does he say about you? What would he say about you if the dating dynamic ended? If a man isn't doing the inner work to be able to step back and contain his inner experience, and share from a level of neutrality, equanimity, and objectivity, then that is a red flag. Because what that implies is that this guy is probably not going to take responsibility in the relationship, and when shit gets hard, he's going to point the finger and blame, because he's already doing that about his exes. It also implies that your dynamic is probably going to turn into a parent-child dynamic where you're trying to get him to acknowledge something, but he refuses and throws a, a tantrum. And it also implies that your needs, feelings, and experience will likely go unconsidered. So if he is already displaying the fact that he cannot be equanimous about the past 
or that he cannot be kind to people around him, big red flag. And there's a difference between saying, you know, well, my ex was a crazy bitch and she did some fucked up stuff and saying, I got really hurt in my last relationship. It was really hard for me. We had a really tough dynamic. Neither of us knew how to work it out. And ultimately it's what ended the relationship. And, you know, I still have a lot of anger. I still have a lot of rage. And sometimes I find myself directing that at her, but I know that I had my part to play in that too. Listen to the way that sentence is spoken versus my ex is a crazy bitch, right? There's a level of responsibility and agency and self-authorship in the second statement than there is in the first. And the words people speak, the actions people take are a huge indicator of how they operate in their internal world and then how they operate with you in relationship and with everything around them. All right, so these are three of the biggest red flags to look for in dating and even in relationships. Now, despite the fact that what I just shared in some ways is blaringly obvious that these are red flags, the reason why they're sometimes hard to spot and easy to ignore is because usually they're very subtle. It's not typical that a man is going to yell at a a restaurant server or, you know, act in extreme ways. Typically it's, it's these less extreme behaviors that can sometimes go missed on our radar. Now, let me give you a plot twist. Sometimes, often, sometimes, often we miss these red flags because we have our own internal red flags. We're so busy looking for red flags in other people as a way to protect ourselves and keep ourselves safe. And we miss the opportunity to turn our awareness inward and see where we have red flags. We all have red flags. I have red flags. I have questionable behaviors. I have questionable thoughts. I have thoughts and I do things sometimes that do not help me get to the kind of relationship that I want to be in. We all have red flags. So the invitation is turn your awareness inward. And if you're seeing red flags in the men you're dating, ask where you might have some of your own red flags. Because the moment we're willing to see some of our own red flags and really address them and be with the fact that it feels really hard sometimes to acknowledge the fact that we have red flags is when you will stop attracting men who have red flags or when you're going to be able to spot red flags in others and be able to handle it with elegance and sophistication and compassion, meaning you're going to cease to end up in situations where you're making excuses for other people's red flags and staying in a dynamic longer than it feels right to be there, and then wondering why you wasted so much of your time and energy dating a specific person. So we have to be willing to look for where our own red flags are. And we have to be willing to address them because that's when we will be able to address them with somebody else. Now, internal red flag. If you are watching this, ask if you do this. Internal red flag number one, 
continuously justifying, making excuses for, or excusing a man's behavior when it leaves you feeling unsafe, confused, unconsidered, or disregarded. So has there ever been a time where you've dated someone and your intuition was pinging you, your gut was telling you like something's off here and you justified or made excuses for this other person and you didn't honor the signs and signals that you were getting internally. This is your red flag. And this might be something like excusing or not addressing somebody uh, not honoring their word with you or excusing or addressing someone's rude comment. Have you done this? And is this something you continue to do? If so, this is something really worth taking a look at because if you're excusing this behavior, what you're doing is you're breaching a deep level of safety and trust within yourself. And once that is breached, the level of intimacy that you're going to be able to have with yourself is inhibit it's damaged is what I want to say, right? You're going to have less intimacy and trust and safety within yourself, which means you're not going to be able to experience the level of trust, intimacy, and safety that you want to experience with a man you're dating or with a partner. Everything starts inside. We know this. So look for if you're excusing someone else's behavior when it leaves you feeling unsafe, disregarded, not considered, and look for where you might be excusing your own behavior. Do you excuse the fact that you excuse other people's poor behavior? Red flag number two, you're dating a man's potential versus who he's actually showing up as. I cannot tell you how many women have told me that one of the patterns they struggle with most is dating a man for what they see in him in the future, who he could be, who they see him to be, versus who he actually is showing up as. Now, it doesn't mean that a man can't continue to become an incredible person and partner. And if we are receiving evidence that he's not showing up as the same person that we see him as in our minds, take a look. This could be one of our red flags. And why is it that we do this? Often it's because we have great hearts and we see the goodness in people. And that's such a beautiful quality. Never lose that. And we also have to be able to find the, the, the cutoff point of seeing the goodness in everyone and deluding ourselves. So where is that cutoff point for you? Where is your floor or your boundary around when you are going to step back from seeing someone's potential when the evidence is not there for him actually being that way in real life? Meaning his words, actions do not match the all the greatness in, in how you see him. And in fact, the dynamic leaves you feeling unsafe, unfulfilled. Your needs aren't being met. Your desires aren't being fulfilled. So take a look if that red flag is within you. And then red flag number three, you're not defining your floor, your boundaries, your standards, or your values. This is a big one. We're not taught how to do this. I am sure that if you're watching this right now, your mom and dad or whoever raised you didn't sit you down and say, okay, sweetie, 
What are your values in relationships? What are your values in how you lead your life? What are your standards? What are you available for in dating and what are you not available for? What are your boundaries? Nobody taught us how to do this. So we're entering the world of modern dating and sometimes we're taking what we can get. Sometimes we're bumping into shit and it really hurts. And we learn through experience. The invitation that I want to give you right now is define, sit down and define what's my floor, meaning what's the place that I am not going to drop down below. So in a relationship or dating dynamic, what am I not willing to tolerate from myself and from him? What are my non-negotiables? Get very clear about this. If your value is honesty, then your non-negotiable, your floor is dishonesty. Like you will not tolerate or permit lies, uh, distortion of the truth, manipulation, and then get clear on, on what that could actually look like. What are your boundaries, right? Same, similar thing. What are you not willing to tolerate? What are your standards and values? Do you value open and honest communication? Do you value someone who has a vision for their lives? Do you value someone who is uh, a man of his word? So what are your values? Define this because as you go into dating interactions, it's going to be so much easier for you to say, oh, this guy's a great fit. You know why? He's aligned with my values. I'm, I'm getting to be more of myself with him. I feel safe. I feel loved. I feel regarded. And when that's not the case, it's going to be so clear to you because you've already defined it. If we do not know where we're going and we don't have a clear vision, it's going to make it very hard to get there. So define what your vision is. Okay. So I want to leave you with an actionable takeaway because what we talked about was the three red flags to never ignore in dating. And let me just recap those for you real quick. Someone who is inconsistent between what they say and what they do. Someone who speaks poorly of his exes or others or is rude or unkind to them. And let's see what the third one was. Someone who's sporadic, last minute, inconsistent, or inconsiderate in their communication. And then we covered what it means to look internally at what our own red flags are. Because chances are, if you're seeing red flags out in the world, you got some too, boo-boo. And that's okay. Nothing to be ashamed of. But the the faster we can be honest with ourselves about our own red flags and be willing to confront them, then, I don't know why that's coming up, then the easier it is to be honest in our relationships. And the more we'll be able to create safety and trust with ourselves and with the men and the people in our lives. All right, so actionable takeaways. Define what your personal red flags are. So take a moment and turn inward, and I really recommend you do this. What is it that you see in yourself that indicates that, that, that are indicators, qualities, or ways of thinking that would cause you to make choices that are misaligned with what you say you want? Now, if I say one of my values is honesty and I find myself being dishonest about something, that's my red flag. That's my internal red flag. That's something for me to look at. So define what you see in yourself as places you just want to get clear and honest on that are causing you to create results 
that are opposite of what you say you want in dating and love. Then get clear on what constitutes red flags in the men you're dating. So define your floor, define your standards. What are you available for and what are you not available for? And be willing to walk out the door when those standards are not being met, those values are not being honored and those boundaries are being crossed and you've had a conversation to try and rectify the issue. Last part of this activity to try out is how will you handle a situation where you're either spotting internal red flags within yourself or in the man you're dating? How are you going to address that? Because 100% guarantee you are going to spot red flags in him. We're humans. We're imperfect. He's going to do something or say something at some point that doesn't feel good for you. This is the nature of relationships and a hundred percent guaranteed. You are going to act out of integrity. Sometimes you are going to have your own red flags. So when that happens, how are you going to handle it? Decide now before you're in the heat of the moment. So you can actually create a solution from a regulated place so that when you're in the heat of the moment, you're not acting in ways that feel misaligned for you. All right. So that's it for today. I'm going to be going live again tomorrow at 8 PM central standard time. And tomorrow I'm going to be talking about the green flags that you must look for in dating. If you want to attract and be with a man who's ready for commitment, who's emotionally available and who's going to cherish and adore you. Now, let me just make a plug. If you got value from what you heard today and you learned something and you're going to take this activity and try it on and you want to continue to get clear on your values, your standards, your desires in dating and love because you're ready to attract the love of your life, then I want to invite you to apply for aligned attraction. This is our mentorship program for self-aware single women who are ready to call in love. Now, this could be you if you are anywhere on the spectrum from single as fuck to you're dating one or multiple men and what you really want is to progress something casual into committed. Now, let me just give a plug for what Aligned Attraction is and let me say that we're opening space for 10 women to join the program over the next six days. After I finish these lives in six days, doors are going to close. So if you hear anything that is valuable for you, then you're going to want to take action on this ASAP because we don't know when we're going to open doors again. All you have to do is DM me on Instagram at Linoto underscore with the words aligned attraction. At that point, I will send you all the details you need to know about the mentorship program and a link to apply, and then you can get the process started. Now, let me just share what aligned attraction is because we all need support in this area of our lives. We're not here to do it alone. And inside the mentorship program, we help you uncover and resolve the specific blocks that are keeping you from having the love life you want right now. If you don't have the love life you want right now, and it's not by choice as in you're not, as in you're not choosing to be single because that's what actually feels good for you, then there are some blocks. There are some things that are standing in the way, whether you're aware of them or not. And Inside the mentorship program, we help you get crystal clear on what those blocks are so that you can resolve them lovingly and gracefully. We help you get abundantly clear on your vision for love. 
What's your vision for yourself and who you want to be in dating and relationships? What's your vision for this man that you're calling in? And what is your vision for the relationship? When you create a roadmap with a very clear destination, it makes it so much easier to get there instead of bumping into a ton of things along the way and not knowing if you're on track. So it's super important to have a vision. We also help you implement a very clear, repeatable system for dating in a way that takes the guesswork out of it and infuses it with a lot of fun and enjoyment and pleasure and play. I hear so many women say that dating feels like a second job and that sucks. I want dating to feel fun for you. I want you to feel alive and turned on and sexy and playful and like you're learning. That is what we help you do. And then we also teach you the most fundamental principles of dating, relating, attracting men who are emotionally available and ready for commitment. We help you improve your dating skills, your communication skills. We help you navigate and understand what sexual authenticity means for you. We teach you the principles of magnetic feminine energy, which is what exactly what attracts the kinds of men who are leaders in their lives, who have a vision, who want to commit and cherish you. And I just want to share that inside this program, you're going to be mentored by two master intimacy coaches, myself and my partner, Ani. He and I have so much dating experience under our belts in New York City, which is the wild, wild west. And we're a couple who has created the result that you want, which is a lasting, thriving partnership where both people are all the way the fuck in and committed. So you get perspective from a man and a woman and a couple, and you're going to be surrounded by a hype squad of other women who are on this journey doing this work for themselves. All right. So one last time, Aligned Attraction is our mentorship program for self-aware single women. So whether you're single as fuck or you're dating one or multiple men and you want deep commitment, it's for you. Now, it's also for you if you are completely done settling in love and you have to be at this place. You have to be done settling and you want to attract your partner and you want to enjoy the process of dating. You want it to feel fun and enlivening. You're ready to know what it's like to feel safe in a dating dynamic and in a relationship because you don't want to wear a mask anymore. You're done playing games and you're craving support because you've probably already tried other things and they didn't work. And you don't want to have to do this on your own. You want to be supported by experts and by women around you who are actively creating the same result because you know that your life is determined. The quality of your life is determined by the people you surround yourself with. So you want to surround yourself with people who already have the result. Number one, and you want to surround yourself with people who are actively engaging in their lives to create this result. All right. So that's it. All you got to do is DM me on Instagram. My handle is at Linoto underscore with the words aligned attraction. And I will send you all the details you need to know about the mentorship program and how to apply. Now, tomorrow I'm going to be going live at uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I am going to be talking about the green flags you should be looking for in dating that indicate a man is ready for commitment and that he'll be the kind of partner that cherishes and adores you. So tune in tomorrow, 8 p.m. Central. Mark your calendar. Thank you so much for being here with me. And I'm sending you all so much love and good vibes.